Calling all Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs, the vision builders, the boundary breakers, and the passion igniters who know they're called and anointed to impact positive change for the kingdom through your business. A business that honors and serves God. Welcome to Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is your host, Fidelis Cruz. And I'm Anne-Marie Cross. Now, onto the show. Welcome to another show, sis. Yeah, I'm excited to be on again, Anne-Marie. Yes. So today's topic, we're talking about the seven spheres of influence. And you and I spoke and we really wanted to cover this because, you know, each of us through our journeys in our life, through situations, challenges overcome, the Lord has given us an opportunity to speak into that, to bring hope and to bring light and truth, his truth into that because of those experiences. So this is a topic that we may not know know so much about all of the ins and outs, but enough to be able to say, hey, let's have Mm. a look at what are these seven spheres of influence and which spheres can we perhaps individually speak into and and bring some of the Lord's truth to? Mm, So good. And, you know, as I mentioned to Anne-Marie, this is something that I'm not really familiar with, something that I'm still learning at the moment and still digging into but what I do know as I grow in my faith I know that we've been called to be salt and light of the world so Matthew 5 16 right tells us to um, be the light of the world and and show up and shine for Jesus and when I think about that of course you guys who are listening to us we're talking about um, business right kingdom woman entrepreneurs who are shining in the sphere of business but there are so many different spheres (laughs) so many different places where we can shine as well and so this is great I love this topic and I'm excited to dig into the the specifics and the different parts of those uh, spheres of influence mm-hmm. and Marie so yeah how do we okay. get started let's get some um we'll get some of the technical things and what I mean by technical I yes. mean who was it that perhaps started yeah. talking about this what are some of the discussions that we see go on about this and then we can really look at well what are each of these seven mountains right. what's happening from a worldly view in each of these seven mountains and how can we bring God's truth and God's light to to each of these topics as we should be. So if we look at who started talking about the seven mountains, and I believe it's called the seven mountain mandate, we'll put some links in the show notes so people can certainly go and do a little bit more research. The the guy's name was Lance Wellnow. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. W-A-L-L-N-A-U. And he coined the terms, the seven mountain mandate. And what he was saying is that, you know, when Jesus said to his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations, we often think about, and I think you mentioned this earlier, uh, Fizz, was that Mm. we think about the church, we think about the mountain of religion. But if you think about it, bringing God's church to the world, there are many of us who are working in media, who are working in, you know, education, that we can bring God's truth to that. Now, one of the things that I researched and found out is that some people say, look, we don't have a seven mountain mandate because they have understood or maybe I should say misunderstood that this is not saying that we need to own that space, that we Mm. need to be 
influential people and have that kind of fame and fortune. I know mm. that some people think that that's what the this seven mountain mandate is, which it's not. You yeah. know, we should not be anything and anything other than servants of the Lord. Isn't that true? Mm. And so first and foremost, it should always be about the Lord bringing his kingdom um, to, to right. whatever sphere that we have been placed in. And- yeah, I agree. I feel like we've got to go back to your intention, our intention, when we think about this, um, you know, the seven uh, mountain mandate, um, even if it's not the seven mountain mandate, as we grow in our relationship with God, we know that we are the church. The church is not the building. It's not where we're contained, right? So as a child of God, I guess, and as a believer, it's just, I guess, as you grow in faith, it's inevitable. You would want to go and share the the good news, right? So for me, um, whether it is in the media, whether it be in my business, whether it be at school, wherever it is, the intention is and the heart is and the heart posture is that we're here to share the gospel, mm-hmm. to share the love of God. And so um, I feel like it's great to have this seven mountain mandate because it kind of breaks it down for us a little bit. Um, h- however, I do yeah, want to go back to the intention, regardless whether you believe this or not. Either way, um, as you grow in faith, you're going to realize, hey, I've been made for more. I've been made to share the uh, the good news. And that is for all the spheres, for every yeah. single sphere of life. Absolutely. And yeah. as we know, we can see in the world that uh, many of these spheres have removed God mm. from them. That's um, right. And what happens when God is removed from something? It leaves a space, doesn't it? And yeah. we know exactly who is going to fill that space and sadly has filled that space. So let's talk about the seven spheres. And these are mm. in no sequence of order. They are just the way that, that we listed them here. So the first one is education. Then we have religion family, the business, the marketplace. We have government and military, arts and entertainment and media. Uh, So it's interesting. I mean, when we think about that, now here's an interesting thing. We often talk about media, right? And we think, well, I'm not in media, but guess what? Media Mm. is social media. Mm. It is any platform. It's a podcast. It's if you're doing YouTube videos, it's any platform that gives an opportunity for you to have a voice of influence. And I think we live in a world today where the technology has allowed pretty much anyone now mm. to have a voice and a platform it's far easier to enter enter if you think and compare it back to many years yeah. ago so what do you think about which which one should we start first uh sis oh, maybe okay. looking into which well one when we're think? talking about media now maybe we can continue with this because it's a big one for all yes. of us uh as you mentioned everyone is probably connected in some way in the media, um, even Facebook, Instagram, everything that we're seeing um, just in, you know, in the palm of your hands, you can see everything. Yes. And I feel like, um, you know, from my experience in this one, even as a, as a business coach and um, we, we use um, social media a lot, right, for marketing, for sharing our brand uh, products and things like that. Um, but I still find that we are so fearful of showing up on our media. 
Um, one, because we probably don't like seeing what we're seeing, right? We were worried about um, what we're seeing on the news and things that are being posted. But I feel like there's something in it where we can actually influence. And, and instead of being a consumer of that media, we can be more aware of how we can show up in the media as well. So that's a place where we can actually have great influence too. Um, and so I, I, I think that's great to yes. to be able to do that these days absolutely and you know when we think about we're going to talk in a moment about the sphere of influence being the marketplace being Mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. we can use media to be able to share our message and for those of us who because I know that there are some in kingdom business who may not necessarily share kingdom business principles but they certainly use kingdom business principles in the way they operate their business I know that there are some sisters in Christ who work even with non-Christians and I've spoken to others um, even men in, in you know Christian business who may not necessarily talk about the Lord openly however through their dealings uh, make a difference Mm. and have an opportunity to share the gospel when they're asked, I don't know what it is about you guys, but you do different business. What is it? You know, why when other businesses failing and your business is going from strength to strength, what is your secret? I mean, there are so many different opportunities to be able to leverage these tools of of the media that we have to be able to share the gospel or at least be an influence for the Lord in the way that we uh, do business, you know. But let's have a look at the way the world is using the media. And I love that Bible verse that we shared um, in one of our previous episodes about how the Lord said that we needed to renew our mind every morning so that we could test and approve what is, you know, his godly Mm -hmm. will. And when we see how the media is used often to share negative fear mongering topics, because the enemy knows when we are in a state of fear, we can be controlled. And I remember years ago, and I'm sure I might've mentioned this on a previous topic or episode where back in 2008 was when the global financial crisis hit and a colleague and I were both working in the career industry and the doom and gloom that was being portrayed across every platform of media back then it was newspaper it was radio and television the social media and online uh, had not gotten to the stage where it is today of course and all of those platforms was you know portraying doom and gloom and we said we need to be the voice of hope and inspiration it wasn't a Christian show but we we knew things were difficult but not impossible. So that's one of the reasons we started our first uh, podcast. So we need to be mindful too, don't we, as how you're being leveraged. Well, I love what you're doing, Anne-Marie, like you're, you know, you're coaching and mentoring um, people to uh, build their voice. I mean, show up and and share their stories through media. I think that's so powerful. Um, What you're doing is really encouraging everyone to do the same, um, to share their stories. But um, yeah, you know, can I tell you what's really interesting? I feel we've got a lot of Christian podcasts, right? Uh, do you feel like you've got a lot of Christian podcasts here in, in Australia? 
Well, I know that there's like a lot of podcasts more. overseas and in different countries. I'm not really yeah. sure, you know, at what level we have. Um, I've never really done any research, but that would be yeah. interesting. I think that would be great. You know, um, we just, I mean, at the moment, the process of the KW Academy Awards, and we have a category, right? And you're one of the judges who are, is looking at the um, the podcasts, um, Christian podcast and it would be so good to see more people really um, building their podcast and sharing their stories so yeah I guess an encouragement for you oh, whoever's listening because to, you think, yeah. you know, one of the things and this is this is a real eye-opener for us people may not be aware of this but our government is bringing in a law which they are calling a misinformation right. and disinformation law. And mm -hmm. sadly, um, a lot of the misinformation and disinformation is coming from their camp. And so we need to be very mindful of that. And so what, what are we going to do? What yes. is our stance when we are told you are not allowed to share the gospel? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, know, you are it's, not it's allowed to talk sad. about Jesus. And I do not think that we are too far away where that is, you know, going to happen. And so, you know, for us, I think now if anybody is thinking about any platform, you know, podcasting is, is an example, That's right. start it, start it sooner mm. than later because there will come a time where yes. the enemy does not want anybody. He's doing everything he can to get that, you know, to stop that right from happening. I know. Uh, but yeah, we, you know, we really want to encourage you if you're listening now, if you've got in your heart a story, you know, a podcast in your heart, go reach out to Anne-Marie. <laughs> <laughs> she will help you get and you know what's really great well. about this and here's why I think communities are so important mm -hmm. is that it, it the enemy wants to not only um, distract and discourage us but he also wants to keep us separate yeah um, because when we are separate and we feel alone then you know that's when he can attack us and say all sorts of things but when mm. we're united and come from a united front then you know that that is when we are stronger and so that's so important you know to have that community then come across to the kingdom women entrepreneurs <laughs> community yeah. and uh we can yeah support you and and that because it can be it can be scary speaking out yeah um when the the world says one thing yet we know hey that's not true that is not what the lord uh says and at the end of the day you know i don't care what the world says if the lord says no it is no yes. i'm not you know making any excuse or reasoning behind it it's no there's a reason why he says that, you know, so, so that's the media, that's media. Let's yes. talk about um, another one, arts mm -hmm. and entertainment. My arts goodness. and entertainment. Oh, wow. Oh my goodness. I don't even know where to start on this one, sis, but uh, I think of music industry. Would yes. we think about music industry? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Television, um, films and things like that, right? Yeah. Did you know, and so much has come to light on, on this, and I can't remember who I read this from or which TikTok um, account this was from, but there were people, Christian, um, people that have become Christians, I should say, mm -hmm. who have exposed what's going on in 
Hollywood and in the music industry and there are people let's just say there are people that are on our televisions that we have probably listened to on our radio stations and you know however we consume music who literally worship the devil and try and bless but through the dark way, their songs to go out and praise the oh, devil. And they don't and even hide it, do they? Them. They oh. they completely show it off as if, um, you know, it's just how people actually receive that sometimes. It's like, you know, it's so dangerous seeing all of that and you're like, I can't believe this is on air. I don't know who's um, approved it to be on air because it's just horrible like the things that are coming out there let's just talk about the profanity the amount of um you know swear words and just um things that are just you know you don't you didn't hear these things many years ago and it's just becoming like a norm now and using the lord's name yes and they do that intentionally they do that Mm. intentionally um even sadly um, if you think about Disney, I mean, I used to talk about Disney in my branding mm. workshops mm. because Disney was many years ago known for being uh, content that was child, child. Yeah. You know, proof kind of thing, you know. Yes. But now they've it's gone changed so much. And, mm. you know, when you think of them bringing out cartoons where, you know, a mother has, you know, um, mm-hmm. had relations with the devil and now has a child that was fathered by the devil. Every single, here's what's happening in the world across all of these seven mountains. We know that Satan is so envious of God. Mm-hmm. He wants to be praised. He wants to be worshipped. He wants to, you know, have that standing similar to God and everything that God has created, Satan has through sadly corrupt men yes. and women has his version of that, you know, he wants to like the, the, the weather geoengineering, mm. um, you know, so there's just so much across every single industry. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's crazy, right. If you, if you think about um, where um, that's all started from was entertainment, right. He was the worship leader, he at, was, like, right. So this know, arts he was and one of the greatest Oh, angels, wasn't he? Yes. And and even, you know, the Lord says, uh, was it the word beautiful or some word? He was a Mm. very majestic angel. I mean, I'm I'm, some word, but he was very good to look at. So he's very vain too and pride Mm. and and so forth. I mean, obviously not now because he's been consumed by his own pride and and arrogance and so forth. But sadly, a lot of... um, as I said, movies. And so I heard, um, and some of the things that I am, am going to share today are things that I've heard over the years. And I really, um, you know, encourage people to, to cover themselves with prayer. But I, I think also as Christians, whilst we don't want to keep our eyes off the Lord, it's still important for us to be able to know where is the enemy, right. where is he playing and, yeah. and what is he doing so that we can pray against it, stand yes. against it and expose it. So some of the things that I'm doing today is kind of exposing it. But I heard a Satanist say once, we share what we're going to do and it's up to you to stop us. 
Oh, I've seen a video of that, I think. Yeah, it's not something that they're hiding at all. They're proud Mm. of doing that. And I just think of it as for us as Christians, can we be like that? Where, I mean, in terms of being out there and that's why I'm always saying guys let's go let's show up and shine for Jesus with no shame or no you know the feeling of oh I have to hide because that's where the enemy wants us and um you really have to show up for Jesus in all of these uh, spheres I believe absolutely and let's face it in the bible it says if you resist the devil he will flee Mm. now if you have got a few brothers and sisters or even if you're you're there and you know that others are you know united with you on the prayer front as prayer warriors the enemy doesn't want you there because you Mm. are going to disrupt and destroy the plan that he's doing I remember our wonderful sister in Christ Lee Collie who uh, loves um, supporting people in the area of really hearing from the Lord and the Mm. prophetic and one of the things that she has on her heart is to bring words from the Lord from Jesus to people who may not know him and one of the ways that she does does this and I know that you know sis um is through psychic Mm. events and psychic Mm. um expos and so forth and I remember her sharing a story with me once that they had a booth that was set up there and there were a lot of people who were lining up um in their booth which was wonderful praise the lord but one of the psychics who was you know, quite a, a well-known person actually went up to the organizers and said, I don't know what this booth is doing next to me, but I I just can't seem to, to mm. tap into whatever it is that she taps into. But that was because there was a prayer team there that was yes. you know, um, surrounding people in yes. prayer and you know, when, when God is there. That's I'm right. Really and I love that. That You know, that reminds me of the scripture of greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. It's, um, you know, when we really move and live in that way, knowing that God is greater, we don't have to fear the, these things. That's we can right. see them, we can be aware of them, and we can watch it as it happens. But we have the authority, we have, um, you know, God has given us power all over this. And, um, you know, and I guess it's also the the heart of obedience, you know, when God um, talks to you about, you know, showing up in an area in that in that sphere, I guess. So for entertainment and for the arts, um, yeah, just thinking about it. I'm just thinking of our listeners now and the audience now, you know, if you're listening in, think about it. What does um, what does that look like for you in the arts and entertainment industry? If you are in that industry, how can you um, show up in that area? How can you um, speak about God's love in that area and just live it out in that space? Um, yeah, just putting yeah. my coaching and, hat and on. pray about it, I yeah. think, it? because I think if, yeah. if you do have a propensity to gravitate to that because you are a musician or mm. or something like that, you've, you're even an executive in that particular area, when you pray into that, I think there's yeah. a level of authority within that because God has placed you in there through your gifts, talents and, and strengths. And I guess mm. for the rest of us too is just praying against that, binding, um, yep. you know, if there's prayers that have been going, over any music we just bind it 
fine. Oh, sis, can Jesus, I just, that it I will just no feel longer like... go further and that God's word and what God says goes yes. forth, you know. Amen. Um, sis, I'm sorry. I just realized just now, I just I had, had this aha moment of, you know what? It's worship, right? I mean, entertain. Remember, he was, oh, um, yes. Lucifer was um, the worship leader. And, and the thing is, worship is our, you know, the way we battle. Worship is the way that we, uh, fight the good fight it's the way we battle does that make sense so Absolutely. when we worship and when we praise that is i mean the arts and entertainment is blasting that on the radio it's on like the the tv and things like that but imagine us as christian um you know people that we worship and we do that freely and we do it with no um reservation i feel like that's so powerful um and i'm just thinking of the the christian artists out there and the christian entertainment out there you know we've got tv don't we we do have um i think we do have a christian channel don't we somewhere <laughs> <laughs> or we do have Christian artists that are, you know, have um have released some singles or things like that. Let's support them. I feel like that's what I'm trying to say is let's continue to support each other and magnify that even more. I feel like some people maybe are shying away from because they feel like um not maybe not many people receive it or not many they're not getting as many encouragement or um yeah or just people just cheering them on for that so I feel like mm-hmm. yeah that's why we can as Christians let's support one another those who are serving in that area and have gifts within arts and entertainment let's continue to empower them absolutely yeah. and I love that you've mentioned that because it's so important for each and every one of us no matter where we're at or mountain that we're at mm. is that and I love Colossians 3 verse 23 Whatever we do or wherever we are, we should work at it with all of our heart as working for the Lord. So you know what? If you are a singer, a Christian singer, and you've got two people listening, remember you've got one person listening, God Almighty, and let him be the audience of one that we start off with first, you know, and the Lord will multiply it. And I think that that's what he'll be looking at, you know, did did we do whatever we did for our own fame? or to glorify God. And I I hope that my answer, and I'm sure all of your answers will be to glorify God, Yes, you know, yes, all so we good. do with all of the strengths. Um, and that, that first and foremost is, is so important. So arts and entertainment, let's do, let's do family. Let's do family next. Yeah. Family. I mean, we're all, each and every one of us can (laughs) contribute to that, this particular mountain and sphere of influence. Yeah. Well, we have an influence in our family. I mean, a family is the first ministry before we go out there and minister to, you know, it says like before you go to Judea and Samaria, we, um, we go and minister to our family first. And, uh, you know, and we do that in the way that we live. I feel like we teach through our actions and not by, you know, it's so easy as parents to, Hey, you know, do this or to come to church on Sunday, wake up early. And, you know, we, we, as I mean, growing up, maybe that was something that I had to, you know, that I, I heard from my parents when they would teach you or um, tell you, but what I really love is seeing my parents do that. 
you know, not only just telling me, but but seeing them and being an, a good example. And I feel that, yeah, there, there you go. That's the influence. You know, when I see someone doing it, um, I'm like, wow, they're doing that. I want to do that too. Mm. And it's not feeling of I've been told to do it, but it comes from a place of, wow, God, thank you for showing me that, that, you know, I see them live it out and I see the fruits. I see how um, they live their life and how that has changed them and transformed them. I want to do that too. So yeah, we, we hold such influence in our family, don't we, sis? So how does that look like for you? Well, you know, when it, when we look at what's going on in the world, I always look at, well, what is it that the the world is saying when it comes to family mm. and does it align with what God says? And then how can I then be aware of that going in, you know, my life and, and how yes. uh, I have to reflect what the Lord says. And if we have a look at what what's happening, I mean, there always has been, and very sadly, an intentional and systematic breakdown of the meaning of family. Yeah. But I think what the word has, uh, the world has done now is has completely rewritten what family, you know, looks like so we've got a breakdown in marriages we've got mm-hmm. erosion of even genders and yes. role a role you know in in marriage and when you think about um, how the lord will give an analogy and a comparison if you will between jesus and her church yes. towards a, a loving relationship between a husband and a wife you know yes. and how men at part of the family are the protector and the provider of of the the the, the marriage and the woman woman brings in the nurturing aspect yes. and you know you might may have women who take on a a, a role of you know partial provider or even provider but I think what's important is you know is the enemy and what they're saying what the world is doing is it eroding it to the point where it takes away the best of what the Lord wanted for us does that make sense absolutely comparison I I think you know when I look at my husband he's always been the the provider and the protector of our our family not to say that that's been a detriment to me I mean if I wanted to go to work that was fine that was my choice I I chose to you know stay home and and be able to to create the various businesses that I that I have had but not that I'm comparing and saying he's better than than me we both bring and unique strengths you yeah. know, to the table. And whilst we may drive each other nuts sometimes, we still, <laughs> you know, we sharpen each other. Let me put it that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the world just has completely flipped it on its head. Yeah. I mean, this is the great God's design. It's God's design for a, for that family, you know, a man and a woman um, coming together as one and having Christ as the center of that relationship is God's design. That is just the most beautiful thing. And of course, the fruit of that is um, the children, you know, um, who, who are blessings from the Lord. And so, you know, I, I know what you're saying, you know, the world has changed it. And it's crazy these days that family, the family that we used to know then it's all very different now. Everyone can have a different version of their family these days. You know what Um, else I see is very interesting as well is that in the olden days, you know, often we reflect, they lived in community and family Mm. groups. 
Yes. Now, when you see from the enemy, it's separated. So we are separate. Whereas before we had grandparents and uncles and aunties and they were very close. Yes, and very close-knit. It takes community to raise a child. And what we're doing now is we're we're allowing a community to raise our child. Education is is Mm. one of those pillars or the influence. But who's teaching our children? Do they have the faith in God Almighty? And, mm. and, and you know, are they teaching on the principles and, and so forth that the Lord yeah. has said or, or not? I have still got, you know, adult children living at home. Mm. I'm actually really happy with that. You know, I've, I've got a grandson now. Yes. Um, we have, when I say we, my son has shared custody. Yes. The blessing of having my grandson live with me. I mean, it's my husband will say, when are they getting um, moving out? And I'm thinking to myself, I love (laughs) my family at home. It's because I get to still talk to them, you know, and, and especially with what's going on in the the world too. But I think Mm. what a blessing if we can have, you know, grandparents and so forth. Yes, it may be difficult, but, you know, if they have godly principles mm. and love the Lord, I want that influence. Oh, I've- amen. I mean, I just remember my grandma speaking life to me. And I still remember the um the scripture that she gave me, um, Ephesians 6.2. Oh, I know it in Tagalog, but I tried to convert it into English. But if you look it up, Ephesians 6.2, um, it's about being a, a good child and listening into you can you do you have it sis i'm gonna look it up because i know it in tagalog and i can probably recite it in tagalog father and mother yes for this is right and my grandma used to always share that with me um and i remember i was just like what five or six years old and that sticks stuck with me until now that scripture efficient six two yes um and so I mean, just again, what, as you were saying with you and your grandchild, again, again, that's a God design where he wants us to be in unity. He wants yes. families to be united, loving each other and, and just, um, yeah, empowering one another. The the thing is the enemy doesn't like unity. He wants um you this know unity. this unity he wants us to be separated he wants actually what i feel it's it is it's like he's wanting us to be independent like feeling like i can do it all by myself i don't need anybody else and i want to just be doing my own thing but the thing is that's not how god designed it we are called to be in community we're called to be in a family and a family that is healthy where we speak life and wisdom to each other which you know, I know you're doing with your beautiful grandson and how my grandma did for me. That's the way it was. And it's, and it's so true. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I love your grandma has shared that because verse two, it has a two B and it says, honor your father and mother. mother. And then it's a B. This is the first commandment with a promise. promise. So yeah. there's a reason why the Lord says that. So it's not rules to, you know, mm-hmm. some, unfortunately, some people think that God's just all about rules. There's reason for rules. They keep us safe mm-hmm. and it keeps us aligned with what he, what he says. And here's yeah. the, which is verse three. 
that it may go well with you you. and that you may have a long life life on earth. That's right. Oh my gosh, Um, it gives me goosebumps. There is such a covering, you know, when we surrender our family to God. And no wonder this is, you know, one of the spheres of influence. Yes. Um, again, enemy we wants to really destroy need to that. Into that. As you said, you know, mm. the the Lord want, wanted that unity. There was a reason and a purpose for there's that. Power and when there's the unity enemy comes in disunity, and you see it. You, you even see it in the other sphere, which we can talk yeah. about shortly in yes. the church. The disunity is all the denominations. Every yes. time I go to type denominations on my computer, I start writing demon. And oh and my like, gosh! <laughs> but it is. It's a separation isn't it that's and right we all hold a piece of the puzzle but we need to unite because it, the lord said all of these things not just yes. you know you, but yes, i think family is um, important because everything stems from family if you don't right. if you have a family that is um not supportive and the, you, you know you can in you have things that have never been healed or don't get mm-hmm. healed um you know and so yeah uh, unfortunately there are many children who who grow up in 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 broken families yes yes that's right that's that's right right. so we pray for god's provision and god's protection uh over our families as well that's that one so let's then talk about well the next one that i have on my list is the one that we talk about every single time through this episode and we work in the business and the The business one what a let's talk about some of the ways that you um fears when you teach and and coach your clients what you encourage them to do in this particular area kingdom business well, yeah i mean oh i love this so much so sphere of influence here I, I as i said it many many times on 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 this particular episode we've got to shine we've got to um you know matthew um, 516 says we need to be the light, right? So um, there's no shying away from it. If you are a Christian business owner, I really want to encourage you to go out there and um, show up. And I say that in like the practical way of that, I guess, if I was to explain a little bit more would be, you know, we're afraid that we're showing up as the brand or um, as the face of the brand, perhaps. And, you know, we don't want to um, show up on our Instagram, on our Facebook or, or have a website. And, you know, we just want our products to be the the, the um the main thing that people see. I get that. I understand it. But, you know, people actually want to do business with people. People are relational. They want to have a relationship with the person that they're purchasing that product from, especially with those who are serving, you know, if it's a service-based business. Um, And, you know, we always say as Christian business owners, you know, I want to be a light. I really want to share God's love. And I want to um, be an example that, Sometimes people can't see that if we are um, on the back end. Um, and so I just want to encourage you, if, if people can see that, you know, I mean, on the forefront, even on your social media, and we spoke about this already, one of the areas is media. That's one of the ways you can really shine. And um, another thing we we have or also pioneering is the KW Academy Awards. And so um, in every single um, industry, business industry, we're trying to cover all of that. At this point, we don't have all of the categories yet because um, we're just building now, but it would be so good to just have 
you know, uh, a place where we can really empower each other and encourage each other to pursue our God-given call, that God-given vision. So, yeah, that's that's so what I love, isn't it? Yeah. And and often um, when we look at ways in which the world says to do business versus the way that the Lord says to do business, and even not in business, just mm. in life in general, there are often yeah. times where the Lord will say something, and we think, my goodness, that just doesn't make sense. Mm. But the things of the Lord, the Lord's ways are higher than than our ways, and I think it's yeah. really going to Him first and and seeing what does He want for for That's our true. business. What are the moves that we need to, to make? There are doors that may be closed, but they're, they're closed for a reason, you know, and then there yeah. are doors that are opened that would never have been able to be opened were it just on our own merit, you know, on That's our right. own doing. But we need yeah. to, I think, also be mindful about what is going on in, in the world. And we, when we think about what the enemy does, you know, greed and corruption, mm. domination of these huge corporates, there is so much money in the world, so mm. much money that nobody needs to starve. No mm. one needs to go without, but so you can true. see that unfortunately corruption and pride, what's that saying about, mm. um, you know, power can corrupt, but absolute power corrupts absolutely, yeah. doesn't it? And yeah. we see yeah. that today, today. Someone mentioned that there was a person, I'm not going to name names, but this person has got something, you know, like $284 billion of his own wealth. What? If you were to give $1 billion to every person on this planet, how many billion people are what? there? Eight oh or nine? Goodness. Eight or nine? Wow. Even if there were 15 billion people that lived on this earth, minus 284 or whatever it is, billion, minus, let's say, $15 billion, that leaves a lot of billions of dollars. That's uh, you crazy. Know, and, you know, we need to ask mm. ourselves, are we being a good steward? That's right. Going you know, back to the intention again, may not necessarily be aligned with what the Lord says. So these yeah. are just sort of things that we need to be aware of when it comes to business, you know, mm. but however we do business, make sure that it's uh, the way that the Lord that honoring and glorifying him, Amen. Amen. drawing men onto him and not to us. It's not yeah. about, you know, being popular or having how, however many dollars, at all it's going back to the intention and the heart posture again yeah yeah so yeah now this next um sphere of influence is education and this was something that i heard someone share with me and i wasn't aware of this that prior to world war two or maybe even world war one one of those wars mm -hmm. a lot of the education came from homes it was mm -hmm. more homeschooling and i heard and again i'm, I'm not sure, sure can't claim who said this to me um so again people do your own research but i'm i guess i'm i'm you know homeschooling the way that the education department is going mm. seems to be one of the ways that many people are turning but um one of the reasons schooling was made was because men were off to war and women were then uh, needed to keep the factories going so they said well let's create an education mm -hmm. system so mm -hmm. that this, the schooling you won't have to teach your kids we'll take over the teaching for you but when you think about education now, I mean, what are our children being taught? I mean, 
now it's ridiculous. Governments yeah. ban certain things, isn't it? God's been yeah. removed from prayer, from any part of the teaching, um, educating, manipulating, confusing them about their identity. Who is teaching our children? Mm. You know, these are all things that we need to be very aware of and stand against. And then on the opposite side, all of the things that we can bring, you know, blessing. And for some of us, it's going to those meetings, those parent and teacher meetings. Yes. It's going and and sharing the voice and and in prayer, you know, alongside other godly men and women, so, you know, bringing that to, to the Lord as he is the one that fights our battles, but we can still do things and take action here yeah. on this um, to do that. What do you think about education? Oh, sis, it's a big thing here because I have a 13-year-old, so, you know, we pray and pray and pray to make sure she's in the right school and have the right community and uh, circle of friends that will be a blessing to her and I know that that's the same for all our parents out there and um, you know it's it's sad what's happening in the education system right now as you mentioned with um, you know the prayer being removed I guess we, we still have um, what's it called Christian studies uh, somehow but it's not part of the program it's really just a a unit or something that they can take on as an extra thing. If you are a parent, you can put your child in there if you want to. I think that's what's happening at the moment. But I remember it used to be that it's a, it's part of the curriculum. It's it, back when I was in high school, we actually had that as a unit. And these days we don't have that anymore. And it's sad to see that um, not available for our children now. But then again, going back to the, the family um, sphere, I guess that that goes hand in hand because if that's something that we can't have in the schools, we'll then have to be more, um, I guess, uh, intentional in the home in sharing. Uh, but that, yeah, it's just so sad that we can't yeah, have that. It is, yeah. and you know, I think um, there are different lobby groups. I think of um, the Australian Christian Lobby; they're doing a lot of work, aren't they? To yeah to uh, make people aware of what's going on so that we can contribute to various um you know what what do they call where you put a list together my mind's gone blank you yeah. put a list together and put all of these names forward to say hey all of these people are very yes so yeah we can contribute to that, be, you know, be aware of what's going on because they really want to remove the Lord to the point where if they can, they can kind of manipulate our children. Yeah, I, I think one thing that concerns me is, yes, okay, you're taking all of these things out, but what are they putting in? That's what's mm -hmm. disturbing is the education, educating kids on like topics that, uh, you know, that could could be discussed at home as well with parents. It's sort of taking um, the the parental role or they are the ones um, discussing um, topics that are meant to be discussed at home. That's from my personal point of view. Um, things like gender, things like um, what else would they, I, I don't know. Well, things sex, that, sex. Yeah. I think about that. I mean, the books that are being put exactly. in our schools That's right. are just horrendous. And sadly, and I mean, we can talk a little bit more about this in the um, mm. government and military, but if you look at uh, WHO, the thing, and along with the UN, United Nations, what they want to bring in, and some of it's come through in Europe, is just yes. horrendous 
it, no wonder it's confusing, you know, children about their identity. But and also- so young. Um, I mean, things like these we didn't discuss until a certain age, but I feel like it's becoming younger and younger I and I mean, more sexualized. Children, oh, it's grooming. It yeah. really is grooming, you know, and I think yeah. as Christians, and it, actually it's not even just as Christians, I know there's yes. more people that are standing up against this too because they're saying this is not right. So at least we can be united with, yeah. with them um, to say what's happening now is absolutely not right. And you know what? Often we, and here's one of the things as we're talking about all of these spheres of influence, we can often think, what on earth can I do in that? I'm only one person. But you know what? Together we are yes. more than one person. That's right. Together we are towns, we are communities, we are states, mm. we are countries. And if we go arm in arm with others who do not, you know, who will not and do not stand, you know, for what's going on and not conforming. And guess what? We have the Lord on our side. So there's that, you know, Um, we have to stand up. We have to speak. And I mean, communicating about it and discussing it in this way, I feel like it's really important. We don't do this enough, I feel. Um, And it's so good that we're discussing. And I feel we can um, even have another episode on just that particular one. We'll have more episodes. Yeah, be bold. (laughs) Right? But this is great. Yeah, because there are people out there that are maybe not even aware that this is happening. And um, we can all learn together. I'm also learning, by the way, guys. I I don't know any of the specifics I need to educate myself I I am very much aware that there's a lot of things I still need to learn here but I feel like just having a a conversation to get it started Mm -hmm. and to just being aware that uh, yeah you're not alone in it I'm learning we can learn together Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the most important things to do, even if we're discussing this, we have hope. We have hope because we know that Jesus has won the battle, hasn't he, of of sin and death. And because of that, um, and because of him, we we have too. And I love the verse that says the enemy has been defeated, therefore no weapon formed against against us us will prosper. And that's it. I mean, you know, along with that verse that you said earlier about yeah. uh, reminding that mm. he lives in us, which we know greater is, is, is greater than he who lives in the yes. world. In the world, um, we serve a God that does not change, has mm. not changed, will not change. Yes, and that God, nothing is impossible mm. for Him. Mm. So. Everything that we speak about it from the enemy's point of view, the Lord has already got a way that he's dealt with it. But That's in the right. meantime, before we, before the Lord comes to return to take <laughs> his family home, um, before he starts, you know, the, the judgment and opening of the sea, yes. we can yes. be the light and salt Amen. in the world so that others can come to know who Jesus is. Um, so, well, let's talk about, well, we've got two left, I think two left. Do we? Okay. Religion and biz, uh, government and military. Which one should we do? Okay, for? let's do government. Government and military. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay, we could do a whole show probably. I know. I think for on each of these ones, episode. we'll have to do one episode for each because there's oh, a lot. I know it's quite let's, overwhelming, let's guys. Give a by bit the of way. a broad overview <laughs> about this. Look, I know that there are incredible godly men and women who have felt called into the leadership, uh, you know, in government and so forth, which is absolutely wonderful. And I think each and every one of the, us 
you know, if we can continue to hold them in prayer, because uh, that is an industry that I think, sadly, the enemy has certainly infiltrated Mm. if we see about what's going on in the world and who who did jesus say the devil was satan was he was the accuser but he also comes to steal kill steal lie and and destroy doesn't he Mm. and sadly and unfortunately i think all areas of our government and leadership have been infiltrated and they want to bring in an agenda that you know, one world agenda. Um, and by the way, they do will say that this is a conspiracy theory, which it's not because it says <laughs> in the Bible what happens. You know, just look at Revelation to what yeah. happens in the very last days. Mm-hmm. The Lord will, you know, use what is being mm-hmm. set up today, the system of the beast, for those who may not realize this, the system of the beast that we read about in Revelation is being laid today as we mm-hmm. speak. It has been for for a number of years. When we think about the digital currency, when we think about the digital ID, mm-hmm. and now of course we've got AI, uh, artificial and intelligence, even the wars that's that. happening now, will run that. That is being yeah. laid right now as we speak. Yeah. Um, the world is moving, you know, towards that because when you've got digital currency, when you've got the digital identity, what does that do? It control. It's controlling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will not be able to buy and sell unless you are part of this system. And sadly, in 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 one country in in particular, C H I N A, um, they have a social credit system, a social system which is run. They were a country that has rolled this out, um, and and has mm. been. And what's happening there is wow. You know, so they don't use any money, like cash. Is that what you're no, saying? No, that's why they want to get rid of cash, and they want they to- don't they don't do that anymore. Is that what you're well, saying? Well, they they want to bring that in with the CBDCs. Oh. You know, wow. one of the reasons why. Crazy. And so, um, yeah. And so you need to be careful about that. Digital IDs, yeah, not for our, you know, good because they want to track and monitor everything. Mm-hmm. And AI, whilst I know that many of us have been using it for certain aspects of our business, when you hear about the whistleblowers who've been in technology and who are godly men and women who who know what they're doing with AI you would be absolutely horrified, but that AI will end up controlling all of those those systems um, to monitor and track, you know, when you think of all of the cameras that are going up, all of those things. So we say this, um, you know, again, not to cause fear because Mm. the Lord knows and sees it all as his children. It's all in revelations. You know, it's all in revelation. (laughs) And and if you want to know some great teachers, uh, uh, reach out. Um, I maybe might actually put in the show notes some um, videos that you can go and watch some real godly men who've taught on uh, biblical prophecy yeah so this is a a, a, even though it may seem a little bit of a concerning uh time to be alive which it is Mm. it's actually really for us as christians who know that you know the lord's got 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 control over everything it's incredible that we're Mm. alive in this Mm. you know when you think about when when the uh, disciples were asking the lord well when are the last days when daniel had the you know the angel came and showed daniel a lot of these things and he said now close up the book because a lot of that's going to keep hidden till later we are the generation that can Mm. see what what 
was foretold, but we can see how it rolls, how it will roll out. Like what's happening in Israel now. Yes. Um, you know, we know that the Lord has the tribe of Judah, which is his promised, you know, promised that his promises is a covenant that is still there. But unfortunately, there's still so much of Israel, the people who don't know Jesus, who are still waiting for the Messiah and who will be picked when the, you know, when all of this comes to a head um, and the, the Antichrist is, is introduced, you know, to them and they think that he is, they're tricked and they think that he is the Messiah. And then three and a half years later, he says, well, now you've rebuilt the temple and now you've been able to worship, but now you have to worship me. And so we see this all being laid, mm. you know, the manipulation of weather, the military who have been experimenting with things that they should not have been experimenting with and, mm. um, you know, the things that are happening. But uh, so we serve a God who, who has it all under control. No yep. weapon formed against us will prosper. We need to declare that over our families and over ourselves every day. And if someone is working in the area of, of government and you know, because many of them do know, um, there's very outspoken ones who are being vilified, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the press, the media, they use the media to share their, yeah. their propaganda. Um, we need to help them in prayer that they yeah, will need to be to bold for, for the leaders. Lord and mm-hmm. stand, you know, for or what is is true. Canada has just passed a law that any podcast network or podcast has to register their oh, wow. podcast with them again so that they can go so through. So they have to approve whether you can actually be... Uh... Well, they want to monitor the content. Wow. You know, wow. well, they can monitor my content, but I'm not registering anything, no. Mm. <laughs> this there is no way you can listen you're going to get a whole lot of jesus oh yeah. my goodness i can't believe this is i mean that's this not is all happening stop. yeah we will keep worshiping and that's shouting right. the name of the lord um on high that's um, right i remember when i was younger we would always talk about revelations you know it was very fascinating because we would always watch i don't know if you're familiar with um this movie when we were young, I don't know, it's many years ago. Um, it was Left Behind, something yeah. like that. When Talking about the, the rapture. Yeah, when and and it, you know, after the rapture, all these things happen. But even before that, it was preparing yes. for the rapture, preparing God's people. Um, but it, it's really an interesting topic. And just being able to, I mean, reading that as a child and now as an adult, seeing that some of these things that were said in Revelations have unfolded, it's just like God, like, wow. you know, wars and rumors of wars, yeah. um, you know, lots of things that are, are signs of of him, of Christ to come. Um, and you just think of it, wow, we're, you know, we're in it. And yeah, um, yeah it's happening. We're in it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's amazing. And, um, but, but as I said, we do not need to be fearful and as your eyes, you know, look up because we know that our redemption is here and what a time to be able to continue to share the gospel. There's an urgency to it for sure. That's it. That might be it. Like, you know, if ever to sum up that government military, um, sphere oh, to it. absolutely! It's more the um, bringing awareness to it, and then not coming from a place of fear, but more on you know step into that authority in your prayer time, 
and just you know being a voice as well um and then as you mentioned I think one of the things you said was to be um you know praying for our leaders leaders and government leaders as well so you know and maybe a rising up of more Christian leaders as well. Well, I think I think so. And I think we need to be very careful um how we pray for our leaders as Mm. as well. In that, you know, if we think about there's going to be godly leaders and we certainly yeah. want to continue to empower and bless the, the work that they're doing, the truth that, that yes. you know, will be um, aligned, you know, to honour the, the Lord. But with as far as our other leaders, and I've wrestled with this too because, you know, um, but the Holy Spirit has really helped me to be able to pray from them from this point of view, mm. to say, Lord, you know their hearts, you know their motives, right. reward them for what they are doing. Um, you know, it is your goodness that leads people to repentance. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that there are sadly men and women who have unfortunately, as we know, the the, the enemy deceives us. So I yes. think many or some of them may, I don't know how many, but some of them may be in a position where they feel stuck they don't know what to do because their families and themselves have been threatened or that they may have been tricked into something you know that they've got evidence and if you do something or speak Mm. up we will expose you we know how the enemy you know plays and so when we pray I think we need to be very careful that we don't ask the Lord to bless them because Mm. if we if the Lord looks at what they're doing their actions in their heart Mm. is one of an evil agenda we don't want the Lord to bless that but certainly he can um through you know the his power lead some of these people to go you know what I'm no longer going to do that and if they give their lives to the Lord and repent Mm -hmm. then the Lord can then uh, open doors and and make the way for them to have an opportunity to expose some of these things because you know I often look at what's happening and you know there's wonderful men and women who love the Lord and who are saying these things but you know what there's only one good news there's only yeah. one person who no. There's no human person that can turn around what's happening. There's only one person, and his mm. name is Jesus. Mm. So the only encouraging word, the only empowering word, the only thing that we can really share with anyone, you know, our brothers and sisters, to remind them that hey, you know, if you're on the wall, you know, as, as because many people are the watch, the watchmen and women. Mm. Um, and I heard a pastor say, who's also very much a watch uh, watchman, his wife sometimes says to him, time for you to get off the wall, down off the wall, let someone <laughs> else speak up. Because it can be very, you know, we, we, we can't we watch. do that. We need yeah. to spend time with the Lord. Um, but as I said, you know, um, as watchmen and, and women, what a time we are now able to share what's going on in the world, tie it to biblical prophecy. There's another thing that we can tick off the Bible that hopefully people who can see what is going on, but don't know, mm. you know, where this is going to end. The only way through this is, is, you know, through Jesus and yeah, we can be, yeah. you know, the, the truth and the light for them to, to share that. So, But so when we pray for our leaders, let it be that the Lord will lead them to repentance and that change their hearts so that they will speak up because doing that and saying, hey, and sharing that may just also be able to bring others to Christ as well, because then they can see, hang on a minute, um, you know, what, what we are being told was not, was not truth. And certainly, Mm. so let's do the last one. Religion. 
religion yeah this so is you were mentioning one. as well i mean denominations there's so many denominations and again we were talking about unity before right but the enemy likes to divide likes to to you know make sure that we're not in the same mind and we're not in alignment so that is also why that's happened i feel like you know why we have so many denominations we believe different things yeah. And, you know, if you backtrack some of the reasons why there may have been breakaways, you can you can understand in, in some instances why that has happened. If you have a look at um, the denomination that I was with for, for many, many, and I still, right. there's certain principles and, and doctrines that they teach, which are absolutely biblical. And then there are yes. others that they, and I think, no, that that no. is true. I, I follow Jesus and, and, you know, one God, one Christ, Holy Spirit and, and so forth. But, um, you know, there may be of the, the time that they, you know, a teaching was just incorrect that they say mm. this is not correct. And so that they had to to leave and break away from that original, you know, if you think of the, the Roman Catholic Church, there were certain things that they were doing many, many years ago um, that uh, there was the Reformation and, uh, you know, and then you have the, the Calvinists that have come through and said, look, this is what the word of the Lord says, not not that. Um, and so that you do have those breakaways. But from, from a point of view, if I've always been interested about about what are other what are other churches teaching you know mm. I, I might have shared a story about where my auntie who's now gone to glory she came and worshiped with us and the way that she was worshiping with her hands just up in the air and her face and just her whole mm. mannerisms was a true worship and I remember looking at her and thinking I don't know what she has but I want that yeah you know, and it led me down a um you know a journey of really uncovering things so and so I think when we look at other denominations and what they do there are aspects of what they do when we blend mm. that in with what we do it's a powerhouse for the lord yeah you know? the enemy wants to keep us divided so that we're not operating fully right. in full authority and what is available to us and what the lord intended that's right mm. well for me i think like a story would be um you know i grew up in like so my my dad's catholic so my dad's side and then my mom's side is a baptist so can you see the big difference in the Baptist being very solemn, very Bible-based, and we love to recite our, um, you know, the Bible. And then Catholic is more like, you know, we've got these idols, we've got, um, yeah, the statues and things. Mary, that they speak the of God. Yeah, we have to have like a, a recital of um, prayers and things like that. So I've seen both sides. And, um, and then when we moved to Australia, so we started, we looked for a church and we, I went to a Baptist church, which was amazing. And I loved it because they were very Bible-based. So everything had to be in the scriptures. The only thing is um, what was missing, I found, was that there was no um, Holy Spirit. They didn't believe in the Holy Spirit, yet it was in the Bible. And I was always fascinated and I was like asking about that. And um, it was just hardly talked about. And then later on, as I got older, after that incident, which we spoke about <laughs> in another episode, I then um, went into um, a Pentecostal, born again, Pentecostal church. And I loved it because this was the missing link for me was the Holy Spirit. And in in this church, I learned all about, you know, um, 
having Holy Spirit and exercising spiritual gifts and being able to speak in tongues and receiving, yeah, the Holy Spirit. So I love that, you know, that, yes, we do have those different denominations, but I feel like there's also, you know, God using those um, different seasons of our life where we learn different parts from those denominations and then taking us to from a religion to a relationship I feel like yeah so it's more before it was just what religion are you okay I'm Catholic I'm Baptist or whatever but then when now as you grow in Christ and you mature in your walk with him you start to feel like hey it's not a religion anymore it's actually more than that it's actually a relationship with God yeah and that's where the difference would be Amazing. I've, um, through other brothers and sisters, been shared some incredible teachings, such as, you know, a a whole teaching on Revelation, where they went Bible and verse, even all of the, the verses and chapters that you think, what the, you know, what's <laughs> breaking it all, all, all down. Yes. Why wouldn't we want to study re- revelation? Because it's the revelation of Jesus Christ, you know, mm-hmm. um, but um, I'm going through um, a study now called the courts of heaven. And some of the things that are available to us to have breakthroughs because the enemy is the accuser and therefore there may be still things, even though we've repented, there may be things that have happened in our families and gen- our generational line that we're not aware of. And even though we are forgiven for, for them, um, the, the accuser still can come back before the courts of heaven to to be able to have some some kind of a hold there, there still. I n- never even knew about this. And so why I'm sharing this, there are certain teachings that, you know, and, and, and other pastors who have really specialized in areas of the Bible that reveal to a way that we just never no, unless someone has spent decades yes. really spending time in the Holy Spirit through through revelation. And I think sadly, sometimes if we only are restricted through the doctrine and the lenses of our denomination, what are we missing out on? Yeah. And I think we need to be careful as children of the Lord that we don't get led falsely yes. or maybe falsely may not. Well, actually, there's no no area of gray with the Lord. So I will say falsely for things that the Lord never said, you know, is it biblical? Is it a lens through which we have as men and women or theologians have, um, have shared? And I'll give you an example. Yeah. I know we're going to talk about this in a future episode when we're going to yeah. talk about, you know, miracles, signs and, and wonders where there is in, in the denomination that I come from, our theologians, um, you know, debate where a term which is called cessationism, semi-cessationism and continuism. And they basically mean cessationism is that the Holy Spirit doesn't move in the way that he did when the church, Jesus church was first being established. Signs, wonders, miracles, tongues aren't as important, things like that. Whereas we know that is ridiculous because the Lord doesn't change. Mm, he was yesterday, today and, and will be. Um, and so semi-cessationism is that some things still work like miracles and, and things like that. 
that. And then continuism is some denominations think, well, yes, it, it continues to work as he always has. So we need to be mindful and question ourselves, you know, is there an aspect of um, religion that oh was tied to yes. the old covenant and the law? Uh, because we now, the new covenant, because Jesus has died, so we <laughs> yes. now have a relationship. And that was why I brought in the courts of heaven, because that pastor said that there are some of us that still are going back to the Old Testament, the yeah. law. And there were things that they had to do because Jesus hadn't yet died on the and cross. Jesus broke that. He came in to abolish the law, yes. right? He wanted, And sis, I just want to share, because I have a very personal uh, testimony about this one, because when when I was so new in Christ, I would just like do anything that anyone would tell me. As long as they say that that's biblical and God said it, right? Which is like me being just a little kid, like just hungry to serve and be used by God. I remember, you know, I was in this um, church for some time and we had to wear skirts all the way to the ground. We're not allowed to show our skin. And we had to wear long sleeves up to, I mean, any, like here, we can't show any, like it has to be a crew neck, long sleeve, long skirts can't wear pants if you're a girl can't have any piercing um can't wear makeup and you also can't cut your hair and things like that um and so I was just like wow that's a lot of rules um and of course I did that for many years as well I was just like I had to do that because that's what was taught to me and then but as again as I you know as I learned about God and I started to have my own personal relationship with him God started to convict me about that God started to speak to me about it and to question why I had to do that so I searched and searched and of course like these were all old old uh, testament stuff and you know I feel like it was the word was conviction. It was a personal conviction. And I was doing it because someone told me and because I wanted to be obedient to my leader, but didn't realize after some time, hey, I've got to be, um, you know, I've got to have a, a real personal revelation about this. And if I and then if I don't have a, re a revelation about it, then why am I doing it? And so I started to ask questions about that. And later on, thank God, God took me out of that. And God set me free from that religious spirit because that is a very religious thing. You know, I had to to do all of those things to, um, you know, well, God never asked us to do that. God no. never asked us to do any of that was all man-made rules. And I would ask the leader uh, because one of the, things were like you've got to wear certain clothes for women right and then of on that same note it actually said that men, men should have um, not uh, shave their beard it should continue like they could never shave their beard that's in the old testament and I asked him and I said then how come you're not doing it um, but I have to um, to follow these rules but how come you're you're not obeying the rules isn't that hypocritical like isn't that wrong you're telling me to do something but you're not obeying it either but they never had any answer for me <laughs> so just sharing my personal um experience in that that you know um as we grow in Christ God will show us you know if you're not in the right path and if it's going towards that religious and it's more on um following the rules rather than learning about God personally, please ask him. Yeah, ask him for a real revelation. God, reveal it to me. 
before I say yes to this, God, give me a personal revelation about that and let it be a conviction, my personal conviction and not just someone telling me I should do this. Oh, uh, so amen. just sharing that story with you, you because know it's happened to me. I, I copied and pasted this uh, Bible verse and it was from 1 Timothy 4. Yes. And let me read it and then we can finish off today's show. Yes. But what this Bible verse says was something that you just beautifully shared. And the, the Bible verse goes like this. It says, the spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. For everything God created is good. Mm -hmm. Nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. Now, let me also read from from six to nine, uh, 10, because this is exactly what you did. If you point these things out to brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, nourished on the truths of the faith and of good teaching that you have followed. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. That is why we labor and strive across all of these pillars of influence that we shared uh, today on the episode, because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the savior of all people and especially of those who believe. Amen. Amen. Thank you for discussing. This has been an extra long show and I hope it's a blessing to others as well. Thanks for listening. We hope you've been encouraged by today's message. If you'd like to find out more about how you can work with a Christian business coach and to grow your business and be part of our free KWE community, go to kingdomwomanentrepreneurs.com. And if you'd like to learn more about how to start a kingdom-focused podcast so you can build your visibility and impact in a much bigger way, go to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash kingdom podcast. And we would love you to leave some feedback over on our Apple Podcast channel, we'd really appreciate it. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.